You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. Boy pregnancies and super aunties is what we're getting into this week. So let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. to the show. For many, a family is not complete without the sound of little feet. And for others, it's best when those feet can return home after a week. (laughs) So this episode, we're getting into our thoughts on stud pregnancies and being the best aunties we can be. But before we fantasize about many me's, what's really good with you this week, Meech? Um, Life is good, man. Can't complain. I'm always uh, studying, as you guys know, at this point. And I, uh, like, hurry up and pass these exams so you can stop hearing about it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's, you know, weather's starting to get a little cool out here. So I've been freezing because I'm still on, like, Miami weather schedule. I don't know when the weather's about to change and all that shit. So it was a shock to me. I was like, oh, I need to get a hoodie. But it's, like, 68 mm. degrees out. <laughs> so... <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, things are starting to open back up out here. A lot of people in the streets, um, traffic is getting worse. Mm. But yeah, that's about it. What's been going on with you? Um, I can say the same thing about the traffic. It's definitely picking back picking back up. Um I can see it like on the news. <laughs> the dog was barking. I wasn't sure if you could <laughs> But um uh yeah, so that's definitely um, something that's happening. More definitely, more people out, um, and uh, it's a exciting, exciting week. You know, went with the uh, went with the fam. They came down, and we hit up the parks real quick. Oh, so, nice. yeah, um, that was pretty good. You know, it felt safe. Not, um, yeah. I mean, you know, they take they take your they take your temperature when you get in. You are masked up. There's um, places to wash your hands along the way. Obviously, the bathroom along the way as well, and then like um, hand sanitizer stations and stuff like that. Oh, okay. They're making sure you wear your mask. They won't even let you take a picture without your mask on. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So if you want, and if you want to eat and drink, you know, you got to just stay in one spot and eat and mm-hmm. drink your food. That's the only part that sucks. Um, but you know, it is. Uh, it did. It did feel safe. But um, you know working and still putting in those damn pavers in the backyard so um but the parks were a little a little reprieve (laughs) yeah well let's get into green peas uh where we get into a few of the books shows podcasts or trends or whatever else new and exciting we've discovered or gotten into to help keep us amused and entertained uh you have any good reads this week week um, yeah, this week I'm actually reading um, Striking Thoughts uh, by Bruce Lee. It's just kind of like his philosophies. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I needed a little bit of a break. So I went with good old Bruce Lee. You know, I'm a martial artist. or Well, yeah, I still consider myself a martial artist. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a minute since I've thrown a couple kicks Hoo-yah! and messed around with the sword. But, um, you know, I respect him. I respect his philosophies. I respect everything that he was about. So the book is really good. It's just you know, kind of helping me stay focused and get back on track with things that I want to do 
and um, you know, for entertainment purposes, I've been reading um, "Clap When You Land" by okay. Elizabeth Acevedo. It's about um, about uh, like she's. It's about like two girls who didn't know they were sisters, basically. And one's oh, wow. from DR, and one is from New York, and they end up meeting because their dad dies in a plane crash. So I don't think I ruined anything. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> but it says it on it says it says it on the back of the book, so you guys ought to know that. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's really good. I like the way she writes. I think she's um she's very poetic. So I'm enjoying that book. And then I've been listening to a couple podcasts about um actually since you mentioned it, the Queer Money podcast. Oh yeah. And a couple guests that they've had on their show. Um, I've actually been listening to their podcast also, trying to make sure my money stays right. Yeah, grows. <laughs> what you? What you yeah. yeah, exactly. What you been getting into? Um, well, we've been watching. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a watcher more than I'm a reader these days. But uh, we've been watching uh, Lovecraft Country. Okay. Have you watched that? I think it's nah. on HBO. But it's um from uh I want to say it's not it's from Peel. You know, Jordan Peel. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's uh, it's his show. Uh, him and some other um, like well-known people, but he's like the key person that I can remember. Um, Journey Journey Smollett is in it. Um, oh, okay. Courtney B. Vance is in it. Um, the guy who is the main character—I don't remember his name exactly—but um, Omar from The Wire is in it. Oh, uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. It's like a black sci-fi. Oh. It is. It's a black. It's a black sci-fi show. So if you're into sci-fi, and um, you know, witches and Warcraft and things like that, it's a. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely would be your bag. So uh, it would be pretty entertaining. Uh, other trend, like I said earlier, went to the parks and enjoyed food and wine festival at Epcot, which was awesome. Got a little tipsy out there <laughs> on the on the drinks, but that's definitely something that I recommend. Uh, folks to do like i said again you, you feel very safe um plus yeah you know you gotta control yourself too you know wash your own hands yeah and just right we gotta live so you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that that's about it uh for me that i have new this week and so now let's get into what we got cooking this week for stew peas The thought of raising a family is not a dream exclusive only to women that exude femininity. There are many masculine presenting women that have hopes to one day belly bake their own little me or them, or you know what I mean. Unfortunately for a community so set on breaking traditional norms, there are some breaks that are still confusing to see, including stud, butch, masculine pregnancies. Uh, Meech, what's your take on pregnant studs or butch women? That you know the non-traditional feminine-looking woman being pregnant. Um, I I mean, it's not necessarily for me, but at the end of the day, we're women, so if that's your choice, then more power to you. I um, I, I mean, it does look a little weird because you know most masculine presenting anything, guy or girl, you don't expect to see. With a big belly, you know, right, like a pregnant. belly bump, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. it's shocking. I can understand that it's shocking. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want to deal with ignorance of people, um, or just being pregnant in general. I have, you know, nieces and nephews. I always did want a little mini me, 
So, if, you know, I can convince wifey to put one more bun in the oven, <laughs> then maybe I'll have one. But, um, you know, I got eight nieces and nephews and I feel like I've had a hand in raising all of them. And then just, you know, having dated girls who had kids. So I feel like I've had my fill of being, you know, or parenting, I guess, to an extent. Hmm. What about you? Yeah, I, um, like you said, I that's not, I don't, I never really saw myself being in that position. I think it is the more so the shock of when you see someone who looks masculine and because you're, especially for us who are masculine ourselves, mm-hmm. knowing that that's not something that we would want, that is just like a shocker to see somebody who looks like us. Yeah. Um, actually pregnant um i've never known anybody personally who uh, got pregnant that was a stud or a butch um Mm -hmm. i've known you know some people who were more androgynous and they got and they got pregnant but um yeah that that's that's not something that i've really experienced personally and i feel like if that's what you want to do like you said we're women you know that's what our bodies were are made to do so and it's a beautiful thing to think about creating a life. It's just not for me to right. do and want to take <laughs> on that, that responsibility. So I guess it's confusing to some for just the, the visual aspect. And of course, yeah. people are just, you know, judgmental anyway. But uh, um, I think what 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 may not be as confusing and is becoming a more common thing is the stud baby daddy. I think we mentioned that before. Um, yeah. And last season in our um mm-hmm. baby daddy episode but um you know a stud enters a relationship with a woman that has children from a previous relationship and takes on that parental or mentor type role with a child or children <laughs> in some cases mm-hmm. um and some have been known to even want to i i don't i've known some that have wanted the children to call them daddy <laughs> but <laughs> me um, too i mean in the bedroom, that's one thing, you know what I'm saying? But for having somebody's <laughs> kids to call me daddy. <laughs> call I, me daddy. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, no. You know any stud baby daddies? <laughs> I do. I do. And I do know one that wanted the kids to call them daddy, which is weird to me um, because uh, it's just weird. I don't want to be called daddy by anybody's kids. I'm a, you know, like I'm a female that's just masculine. So I'm a stud, you know what I mean? Like, um, you could call me, you know, homie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you call me whatever you call me auntie, but, um, I'm not okay with them calling me daddy, but yeah, I mean, I do know some stud baby daddy, some do the most, um, you know what I mean? Just trying to play the father figure and I just feel like that's that's extreme I'm not trying to be a father figure I'll be a mentor you know I'll guide the kids and I'll help them out and I'll try to teach them life lessons but I'm not trying to replace you know the Somebody's father daddy right like I'm yeah not- because at the end of the day you never really can you know they still have a father even if the father is not active in their lives um you'll never be that you know what I mean as a stud you'll never be the actual parent you know you can do as much as you want and you can hope that eventually the kids will respect everything that you've done for them and their you know their mom um throughout the relationship but at the end of the day you know like 
it's it's you know you're not the man you're not the dad you can't really teach kids what it's like to be or what it's like to have a father because you're not you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i think um i think when you try to overdo that role it gets confusing and i think it's just a little not necessary yeah it's a bit it's a it's a bit much i mean it's already a lot for a kid to um i don't want to say have to take that on because we're you know it's just living life you know what i'm saying but um it's already a lot for them to uh, comprehend is 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 better i I would think because just the way that the world is right now yeah it's becoming more common so maybe even for them it's not even a, a thought like that but uh just to have to process here's this first of all their mommy and daddy aren't together right and maybe right. all their friends mommy and daddy is together so now that's something they got to think about and now here's this person who is um stepping in this parental type role who's obviously not your daddy right. <laughs> or your mommy right and then they're and they're even asking you to call them daddy who who aren't even a who isn't even a, a male you know male, like yeah yeah it's a maybe, lot to maybe if it was a process yeah yeah, maybe if it was a, a trans a mm-hmm. male person, then of course I could see. But then in that instance, that would be a he anyway, right? So that right. would be a daddy. Even though I think it would be weird to still have somebody step, you know, like your stepchildren essentially calling you daddy. Unless it was something that they wanted to do and took on on their own, you know? But to ask them to call you daddy, right. that's a little that's a little weird. A little bit, a bit much. much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I think we've established that, um, pregnancy and being baby daddy is not for us, (laughs) but I mean, I I have sort of filled that role before. Did you ever find yourself? I think we we mentioned this before too, right? Like we, a little baby daddy ish, especially early on in. Yeah. Early on in my, um, my dating, you know, and then I think when you get involved with kids when they're young. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you feel more of a connection to them because they you're helping them establish, you know, figure out life basically. Right. Like you feel more parental in those yeah. instances because of the fact that they're young. And yeah, you do have to take on that role of guiding them along along the way. Yeah. Yeah. But um I think I do miss some of my my kids out there. Yeah, but I think we've already <laughs> figured out the cool. best way to have kids. Is by not having them and just letting yeah. our siblings have the kids. Exactly. <laughs> have the kids. <laughs> that way we can just borrow them from time to time yes. and then just give them back when all the hard stuff comes up, like school, feeding them, <laughs> buying them clothes. Right. <laughs> you know them. Yes. Yeah, because my niece and nephew, when they know when Auntie B's coming, they already know it's about to be a good time, okay? About to yeah. be mad food and laughing and talking and all that. So I mean you're an aunt. T too, right? So, I mean, what do you yeah. think? I'm, I'm sure you would pick auntie over mom any day. Um, I maybe. So, my oldest nephew, I, him, and I have the closest relationship. And I know, like, at the end of the day, if I never have kids, he'll look out for me when I'm old, and he'll yeah. sneak liquor into my nursing home for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but, um, you know, the rest of my nieces and nephews, I wasn't really around when they were growing up. So, I have relationships with them, but I'm not as close to them. Mm. Um. So, you know, the relationship that I have with my oldest nephew is some, you know, I kind of want a relationship like that, but with my own child, because I was young when he was born. So it was like more like brother, sister mm-hmm. than uh, auntie, nephew. Um, so, you know, I, I always wanted kids, 
just because I always grew up around kids. Like my mom had a daycare. So at any point in time, there was like 13 kids in the house and I was helping take care of them, you know, amongst us, you know, my, my siblings and my nieces and nephews and stuff. So, um, I just feel like I have that instinct, but you know, like now when I think about it, I'm like, yo, I'm old. Like I can't be chasing around after no kids. I want to get up and go on vacation whenever I feel like it, you know, so I could just borrow my friend's kids and my nieces and nephews and, Soon, like, you know, my oldest nephew will probably be having kids, so I could probably just borrow his baby and then spoil it and give it back to him when I'm done, so. Yo, seriously, that's why I'm like, I'm good. I don't I don't need to because I have four nieces and nephews that yeah, I, I see you. regularly, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm pretty good off of that because yeah. even just having them, like, I had them for a week. And I can't imagine what my my sister and um and their father goes through on yeah. a regular basis of having all of them all the time, and it's a lot of it's a lot to manage. It's definitely better to be auntie because you know auntie got to lay the lay the law down sometimes too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's not all fun and games, but it's definitely a lot um smoother and a lot easier transition when I'm like here take your children back yeah take them back my, right I know to my nice <laughs> quiet house where I could not watch cartoons and yeah and be free I don't have to worry about did you eat did you eat did you eat cooking this making that doing all that right I'm good I'm definitely good off of that <laughs> yeah I know there's there's like there's the benefits and then there's like sometimes like ah I get like the itch like do I want to have one and then I think about like my freedom mm-hmm. and I'm like um I wouldn't be able to do this if I had a kid like that was mine like you know right because I'm not just gonna leave my kid with anybody I mean there's one time I thought about having a kid and to be honest it was like right after my first my oldest nephew was born my sister had hers and I was like dang maybe I should go ahead and have one of those things mm-hmm but then I got to thinking about the life that I like to live, at, especially yeah. at that time. And I was like, <laughs> this is not, not going to work for me. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to work for me. Like, I don't I don't understand why. You know, what upsets me is that some people say that people who feel the way that I do are selfish. But I'm like, how am I being selfish? It's my body to choose to do with right. what I want to do with. Who says I have to put another person on this earth, especially right now, how this freaking earth is. We don't even know if it's going right. to last. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, Florida's about to be underwater. You want me to have that kind of anxiety? I already have anxiety <laughs> enough for myself out in this world. I don't need another right. soul that I'm responsible for. And then, and then it's expensive too. Because if I was like, I know a couple, and the stud um, actually got pregnant, but then the next time she didn't want to have that experience anymore, so they had to do like reciprocal IVF. Mm-hmm. which is where, you know, you use like the studs egg in the femme's body. And um, mm-hmm. it's like 30, 20 to 30 grand okay. each time. So I'm like, wait, I got to pay 20 to 30 grand and it might not, I might not even have a baby. And then I got to take care of this um, kid you on know, top of the, that, the like, rest of my life. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of factors. A lot I of think, factors. Um, I'm telling you, the universe knew what it was doing when it made me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we need to control the population. Let me sprinkle blaze. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need to control the population. Let me sprinkle blaze down there a little bit because I'm not creating nothing. I'm like, y- y'all could take these 
right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and can donate. I donate? I wish, but I smoke too much weed, so they won't. <laughs> they won't take. They won't take my. Uh, and I, I'm just not. You know, the claim. Like if they, they're like, do you drink alcohol? Yes. Yes. And do you smoke weed? Yes. And yeah. you're out. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm out. <laughs> uh, um, I wish I could get rid of these suckers for real. Like that's the life. But uh, yeah, no business for me. I'm good on that. I'll just keep keep borrowing my niece and nephews, just like walking around the park for two days with with them. And I mean, it's fun. Like it's great to see the looks on their faces and things like that. But thinking about having to be responsible to take care of them after that long day. Yeah. My dog was about to be on her own. I was like, listen, <laughs> you gotta walk yourself tonight, okay? We're not playing. Here, I'm gonna toss this thing like three times, and that's all you get. And you better not lose this ball underneath the sofa because nobody's gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Definitely, auntie is better. Plus, you're just cool because you're mysterious, I think, because they don't see you all yeah. the time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, you get to and add they that talk little... to me about crazy things too, like weed and yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like partying. I when when my niece and nephews were very young, and I used to go up there and see them for the holidays because I was probably I mean I had to have been single because I was always going up to my family's for the holidays, but I always had to smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to smoke, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I would smoke, and they were like too young to like really even put two and two together. I thought mm-hmm. until. <laughs> until one day my sister came my sister we had hung out my sister and i at my mom's house and she came home and they were like you smell like auntie b <laughs> she smelled like weed and they were like you smell like auntie b <laughs> i was like oh no oh, no. oh damn we're gonna have to stop smoking around the kids now because yeah yeah man it's like damn <laughs> Now let's get into wild peas, or the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week, the question is, studs, would you allow your lady to flip you over on your stomach and let her ride your butt without a strap if that's what she likes? What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't, first of all, I don't think that, um... Edie could flip me over. <laughs> I don't think she's that strong. Um, but would you allow her? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess if that's something she likes. I guess. I, guess it's, I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, I got to keep it spicy, right? And let oh. her ride, but she's riding. It's no, there's no strap involved. So yeah, so she's that's just okay. riding your butt. Yeah, but I, you know, when I pictured it like being flipped over, <laughs> that's the stomach. part, right? That's the part. <laughs> like, <I'm> yeah, <laughs> it's the flip over part. Like you can't just manhandle me like yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> I do know. I did know a girl back in uh, Miami that said that that was her favorite position was to like. To ride, ride her butt? person's butt. No. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, I think it's the flip over on your stomach part that just sounds. Yeah, 
Yeah, like grabbing my ankle and flipping me over. (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. (laughs) (laughs) That's the part that just feels wrong and violating. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the the flipping over part. Like the Roger butt part, not so much. There's no strap involved. Now, if there was a strap involved, now we got problems. Yeah. But with no strap involved, okay. That's the situation. If she really wanted to do that, I could I could make myself do that for her. But I I would have to turn over on my stomach. That yeah. wouldn't <laughs> There's no flipping involved. Yeah, there, there's no flipping. I can't allow you to flip me. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's just not gonna work. So uh, yeah, that one that was pretty wild. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Don't forget to follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. To catch a glimpse behind the scenes, go follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech and myself at its.me.blaze on IG and at it's me blaze 2 on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. If email is more your thing, Shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. Two studs in a pod is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And again, we're excited to announce that we are now available on TuneIn. Gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Arrivederci. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>